morning time. It's a little rainy, but hey, I like rain because that's just going to make my garden grow better. Hey, y'all, I'm horticulturist Felder Rushing, and welcome to Mississippi Public Broadcasting's weekly garden party. We call it the Gestalt Gardener. Our, our producer's awesome Java Chapman, and we're going to have fun for the next hour or so. Coming up today's Mother's Day car tag edition of the Gestalt Gardener. We're going to have a lot of stuff going on, a few interesting emails, got some cheesy music coming up, which I adore doing every week. But also, it's going to be live here talking with you about what's going on or not in your own garden. Been around the state, doing some scratching and sniffing, seen a lot of stuff, done some stuff, want to talk a little bit about it. But mostly it's your time to talk to a nonprofit horticulturist who just wants you to enjoy whatever it is you're doing. So we're going to take a little time for some news, folks, and come back with the Gestalt Gardener here on Mississippi Public Broadcasting. And we're going to get really dirty in the next hour or so. Stick with us. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Okie dokie, folks. Welcome back. How are you this morning? This rainy morning, at least for some of us, and, you know, rain is a good thing. Sir Java, how you been, man? I've been hanging in there, Felder. I've been right. hanging in, man. All right. It's Mother's Day weekend. I hope you're going to take care of all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a nice little uh, dinner like we I mean, we, like we always yeah. do, Sunday afternoon. So it's, it's always a good time. As your youngest, is he a year old yet? Yeah, he's actually four. Four? No, 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 no. Now, he, he oh, would no, my youngest. Yeah. Yeah, my youngest, she's... um. She is uh, nine months. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, I <laughs> Quick thinking there. It's too early. It's too early in the morning. <laughs> well, we're going to be talking a little bit about Mother's Day. Got some cheesy music coming up, folks, but I'm horticulturist Phil Russian, and I like to say I'm nonprofit. I've worked at garden centers. I've worked in nurseries. I've done all sorts of stuff like that, but I don't sell anything, and I don't have an agenda. Well, I do have an agenda. I want you to enjoy what you're doing. If you want to do the high end, you want to get garden of the month and yard of the lawn of the month and all that, I can help you with that. But if you just want to mow what grows and have a few vegetables and maybe some flowers out there hanging off the side of your truck, which I do, I can help you with that too. So whichever approach you want, let's try to custom craft some advice that'll that'll help you, you know, get that satisfaction that you're looking for without really having to do any more than you want to do. If you want to do more, whew, we can come up with that, too. By the way, um, not Mother's Day week. We've got a special thing going on here at MPB. Um, in uh, Java, I'm not sure about all the details, but let's just keep it simple. Uh, we we, we want to get a, a, an MPB car tag or license plate. Yeah, it's not a lot of—oh, man, it's not it, a lot of details, but— um, It's not one of these little things you put on the front of your car, because I can run one of those off on my printer. <laughs> no, it's an actual car tag that you need, that every car needs. You need a, a license plate, but it's an MPB license plate. Like, you see one, I could just say for— Yeah, butterfly. Um, they got a hummingbird on one of them. There you go. You know, or, 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 or state. Or you support, the like, just the Blair Bison uh, Hospital. It's yeah. an actual car tag, but you're showing your support for MPB. Yeah, we're not looking for a whole bunch of them. We're just trying to get enough to have a print run. So all, all folks got it. costs, what, 31 bucks to have a personalized tag. And today, you actually can become a member of MPB by ordering your tag. Ooh, extra. A little yeah. extra bling. So, uh, folks, if you want to do that, if you're interested in that, we, we, we need to do it today because it got a deadline next week, right? Yeah, it's coming up, rapidly yeah. approaching. So there, there's a number here, and, you know, I'm not really good at numbers. I'm going to read this out. And, if, folks, if you're as bad about remembering numbers as I am about saying them, get a pencil because we'll say it a few few more times, but uh, it's not a fundraiser so much as it is. I want you to become a, a member of MPB and show it off by having your regular. Those of you who are not from the South, we're talking about license plates here. We call them car tags in the South. Yeah, it's a license plate, car tag. It's not a vanity plate. It's an actual, like, a real deal uh, license plate. A lot of confusion this morning about that. It's got the little, little logo, MPB. Anyway, if you want to give us a call, uh, we're going to give the number several times, but it's an 800 number. I can remember that. 390-4388. If you call 1-800-390-4388, you can sign up. It just takes a, a few minutes. Do it now while it's on your mind. It only takes a few minutes. And um, you know, if you have an MPB uh, car tag, it's going to be you know, a little bit extra flair, a little bit extra flair for MPB, which we always appreciate. Again, that number is one eight hundred three nine zero four three eight eight, and uh, we'll give that a few more times. But anyway, if you know what your car tag number is, when you give this call, they'll fix you up. Next time you need a re renewal, they can send this thing to you. Is that right? 
It's going to be just like that. It's in real simple. And if you're not a member already, become a member of MPB today only, $31. Yeah, it's pretty, that's a pretty inexpensive way to slide in to being a member here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. We're going to be taking phone calls today. It is uh, one... <laughs> I don't know the numbers anymore. <laughs> you got the other number over there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 1-877-MPB. No. <laughs> no, no. no. I'm talking about for, to call our number to talk talk about gardening. Oh, to call, yeah, to talk, talk about gardening. There we See? go. you good. <laughs> I'm messing up. 1-877-MPB-RING. <laughs> Let's go down to the coast of past Christianity. Hey, Jetta, what's going on in the past? Good morning. Howdy. Two beautiful and fruit, Meyer lemons. That yeah. I want to plant in my yard, and I am uh, looking at two spots uh, on the east side of my house, and one is a little lower and probably doesn't drain as well, and one is higher and up close to the house. Well, that's the one you want. There's no brainer there. They don't like to stay wet, and what happens when it gets wet, it stays wet in a little area, even in your your kind of soil. Because, but but also they don't really need to be as exposed. Lemons are real popular along the Gulf, Gulf Coast, but keep in mind that a lot of times a late frost kills them, even in Florida. So you want to keep it close to the house for protection and some pretty well drained soil. Okay, great. I don't know. I I want to ask you something now. How big a tree is this? You already bought it. They are, yes, we bought them uh, last weekend. They're about uh, five, four to five feet high. Okay, can I make a strong recommendation? Sure. When you put it in the ground, it'll go from the ground up to where it's grafted. You'll be see where it's grafted onto a rootstock. Uh-huh. And cut it off a foot or a foot and a half or so above that. Just cut it off. There's not a commercial grower on earth who would fail to do that. But, leave, you know, a foot, foot and a half or so above the graft, it'll bush out, branch out this year. You'll have a much stronger, sturdier, lower-growing, more productive, earlier-producing tree. Okay, it's great. Gonna, That's what we want. It's going to hurt your heart when you do it. Yes, I know. It looks beautiful right now. It's kind of hard to imagine, but I'll think of those limits. Okay, good luck. All right. Thank Thanks for so calling, much. Jetta. One eight seven seven MPB ring. We've got the lines wide open. Well, there was a little interesting thing going on this weekend, Saturday, from two to five, uh, on West County Line Road. I don't know all the details, but I'm, I, th- there's a thing called Strutting for the Pink. It's a nonprofit organization. Uh, they have flowers and fashion, all sorts of stuff. Proceeds are used to assist uh, cancer patients throughout the state. But it's put on by a fellow who's a real, real cool gardener, a guy named McCall. He's landscaping. Uh, McCall Landscaping Garden Works. I'm not I'm not promoting this as an advertiser. Just saying he's a cool guy, and they got this thing going on. I'd like to help support. If you want some more information, shoot me an email or give me a call. If you want to talk about gardening, it's one eight seven seven MPB ring. Got a lot of stuff going on. By the way, there used to be some pretty magnolias out in front of our building, Java. They gone? <laughs> well, some of them are. Oh, my 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 son. Uh, t- three things happened to him. First of all, he he was commissioned as a first lieutenant in the army. He's been a marine enlisted guy all these years. He just got his army first lieutenant commission, and he married a beautiful, smart, intelligent, hardworking law school student who graduates today. So we had a party last night at the house, and it spruced it up. I came up here, and I stole a whole bunch of flowers off those magnolia trees out in front of our bed. Excuse me. Excuse me. I liberated a few buds. There we go, because <laughs> I've heard you say that to some callers a couple times. You didn't steal. You liberated. <laughs> you know, if our boss, uh, Ronnie Agnew, looks out his window, he's still going to see some, but not as many as it was this time yesterday. <laughs> Felder. <laughs> but I tell you what, you know, we had a little round uh, garden table, you know, had some champagne and stuff like that, little cakes, you know, pet, pinafores or petit bois, whatever they are, little cakey-looking things. But I put these little magnolia flowers, just sort of scattered them. It's little gem magnolia. They're small. Just scattered them on the table, and it looked great, and it smelled heavenly. So anyway. Now, there may be some somebody could do for uh, for Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah. Just, cut, you know, go to a neighbor's yard. I'm, what, what am I saying? Find you a nice magnolia tree, cut off a, a, a flower with a few leaves, turn it upside down, shake all those little petal things that fall the off. Little the little yellow the things. Little, yeah, the little, little frilly things. And uh, just set it on top of the table, buy a cake or something. It looks good, it smells good, and it's so Mississippi.
Anyway, you want to give us a call, one eight seven seven mpb ring also want to mention this car tag thing. Today is the sort of the day to do this if you're, if you're interested in supporting MPB and you want a, a personalized tag, not a vanity plate, but, you know, when you get your regular tag through the mail, uh, when you renew it, it'll have a logo on, about MPB on it, which is a great thing. If they want to uh, just take a little look at it, you can go to mpbonline.org okay. and uh, you can actually see a picture of what it would look like. Okay. And uh, we'd like you to call today because the deadline's coming up first part of next week and, you know, you can probably do it online and all like that. But if you want to, to, to do this, uh, just remember your car tag and call this toll-free number, 1-800-390-390-4388. I'll repeat that a few more times if you want to, you know, if you like me, write down two numbers at a time while you're texting and driving because you don't want to do more than three or four at a time because you're going to cause a problem. Let's go to Clinton. Hey, Jason, how are you this morning, sir? I'm doing well. Good. What's up? Well, I uh, transplanted a sweet olive tree uh, maybe two or three weeks ago. It was totally crowded by a bunch of azaleas, uh-huh. and I moved it over beside my house. It's probably 10 foot tall. Ooh, so it took too big. Forever. Uh, it's some serious, uh, I took a, it took me a shovel and a half to do it, uh, and uh, it's, I don't think it's doing real well, so I didn't no. know there's anything I can do now. Yes, you can save its life by cutting it back to two or three feet tall. Now, sweet, oh, wow. sweet, sweet olive will immediately put out new growth. You know, you cannot hurt them by pruning them down close to the ground. No leaves, no limb, no branches, just limbs. Uh, if you do that, it'll, it'll take the immediate stress off because you left all the important roots behind. If you stick your arms straight out and wiggle your fingers, that's the ones that do the work, and you left nothing but shoulders. So right now, it's got all this top growth, and it's sucking on something that's not there. So if you'll cut it back, it'll stimulate some new growth. Take the stress off it. It'll stimulate new growth. And by the time it puts out new growth, it will have gotten rooted. And it'll make it. And, and sweet olives, the, the, it, first of all, if you don't do this, it's going to die. If you do it, okay. there's a good chance it'll survive. And they'll, it'll grow pretty quick. Okay. And you said two to three feet? Yeah, just nothing but, you know, nothing but just brown, bare stubs. You know, cut it, if you've still got some branches on it, you know, cut them in kind of a snow cone shape, not just straight across. But it'll put, you know, it doesn't hurt to prune a plant. But since you've already pruned all of his roots off, let's take the top off of it try to save it. You got it. Thanks so much. Good good soaking every now and then, Jason, but don't keep it wet. It'll do fine. I hope. You got it. <laughs> See you. One eight seven seven MPB ring. And uh, you know, after this next call, I'm gonna give the phone number, which I can't remember, but I'm reading it on how if you want to sign up for the new MPB card tag, we're not looking for a whole bunch, just enough to get us a print going here. Uh, give us a call, but I'm gonna give the number after we talk to uh, Robert down in Florence. Hey, Robert, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you today? Good, good, good. What's up? Uh, I got a bunch of crepe myrtles, and uh, they all work fine except two. I got two. When the limbs come on in the spring, uh-huh. they grow down and just kind of spraggly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're real tender. The heavy winds blow some of them off, but they're just hanging, like, hanging down. I go out there and pull most of them off and then leave a few that's sticking up. Yeah. But why would they, what makes them grow like that? So so you cut them, and then we put out all this growth, and some of it's just real weak, right? Well, the, the new growth on least on two just it's just two of them that does it. Yeah. When they grow back, they 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 grow in hanging down. Yeah. Instead of sticking up. Well, you know, you've seen how some people cut the crepe myrtles off into balls on the end of sticks, and they sprout out a whole bunch of sprouts. Right. And that doesn't really hurt the plant, but it's unnatural, and and they're going to grow every which way. Uh, and a lot of it is because you know the 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 direction of the of the buds that are beneath the bark. So they're going to come out, you know, sort of like spikes in different directions. And uh, some of them are going to be heavy, they're going to be weak, and they are going to break off. About all you can do, Robert, is just simply cut off all but, you know, two or three or four that are pointing upward and outward. And uh, try not to leave any stubs. When you cut these things off, just pop them off. And and then if you really want to strengthen it up, Robert, the ones that you leave, cut the tips off of those. And what will happen, they'll sort of catch their second wind, and they'll sprout out on the on their ends also, and it'll it'll strengthen them up. So leave just two or three or four point up and out, and then just snip the tips off of those. And let's see if that doesn't strengthen them up. Okay, good deal. Good luck on it, Robert. And uh, let's, let's wait till it's raining a lot. Don't be walking around out there with the pruning shears when it's lightning. Oh, I ain't going out there today. <laughs> okay, appreciate it. <laughs> okay, well.
All righty, folks. We're taking phone calls here on MPB, the Gestalt Garden. If you have some questions or some comments, some things you want to share about gardening, give us a call. But the number, if you want to hit, sign up for this MPB car tag, it's brand new. It's a, it's a real car tag. When you get your renewal, it'll have MPB on it. Uh, and become a member of MPB at the same time. It just costs 31 bucks. The usual thing if you're going to get sort of a personalized tag. Uh, you'll call this number. It's one 800 and um, and they'll take it from there just take a few minutes and we appreciate you being part of MPB and also showing off when people are stuck behind you on the traffic they look up there and say hmm they cool they cool we're going to be right back with more of the Gestalt Gardener here on Mississippi Public Broadcasting right after this Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Okie dokie, folks. Welcome back. Horticulture's fell to rushing. We're going to give those numbers again for the uh, the MPB car tag. It's real easy, 31 bucks. We'll give that uh, phone in just a, just a minute. But yesterday I gave a real fun talk. I might have said something inappropriate, Java. I mean, you know, me say something inappropriate, who would expect it? <laughs> I was talking to the to the uh, West Point Garden Club, real fun, fun group, huh? Yeah, we were at Old Waverly Golf Club, and I mean, I love talking with the garden clubs, but somehow I got on the topic of pruning crepe myrtles or doing something, you know, what, you know, you do what you want to do, you know, and if you, other people don't like it, just hold your head up and go on, you know, do that. But I, I wasn't quite getting through with them, so I used an inappropriate metaphor. I said, how many of you ladies roll your toilet paper towards the wall, and how many of you roll your toilet paper away from the wall, and I mean, you can hear the crickets chirping. I mean, nobody, they went, they went What? Fancy ladies at a fancy place at lunch. I said, and you yeah. brought it down the toilet to teepee. You know, this is something that you know the Queen of England has to deal with. It doesn't matter who you are. You know, it, it, every now and then you got to deal with: is it rolling towards the wall or away from the wall? And some people say away from the wall because you got that pretty expensive stuff with the little patterns and stuff. You can see it better. But if you roll it away from the wall, the cat's going to roll it all on the floor. You know, on the other hand, you know, some people say, well, expose it, blah, 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 blah. All these different reasons. Bottom line is you do it your way and nobody's going to change you. And the only way you're wrong is if you correct somebody for doing it. The only thing you could do is put it on the way you want to and go on. And that's it. There's nothing, nothing else to be said yeah. after that. You want to have a perfect lawn? You want to have a metal lawn. You want to prune your crepe myrtles? You want to prune your crepe myrtles. You want to grow vegetables in your front yard? You want to have a... It doesn't matter. Whatever you want to do, just roll it the way you want to and hold your head up and go on. And hopefully you don't have any critters growing in there. That's right. <laughs> well, if you do, you know, that's what flip-flops are for. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Let's go down to Man- uh, over to Madison. Hey, Paul, good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks for calling. Where are you from? Uh, I live in Madison. Yeah, where are you from? Oh, uh, from Maine. Okay. Actually. I picked that up. You know, I'm just trying to say welcome. You ain't from around here, but how can I help you? Uh, well, um, just to put the uh, put the argument to rest, um, the thing about the toilet paper came up, uh, I don't know, probably on Facebook a number of years ago, and somebody actually photocopied uh, a picture of the, the patent for the toilet. Yeah, it rolls away. Rolling away. It rolls away. The guy who invented it said it rolls towards you. Right, right, right in the patent office. So, yep. anyway. Oh well. Uh, I've got some brand new landscaping that my wife and I just had put in. Uh huh. And obviously, we need to water it, and so I, I enterprisingly installed, um, you know, a little, you know, watering system on a timer. Yeah. And um, just. You know, obviously, I think at first it needs to be watered every day, but um, just don't want to overwater it, mainly just because I don't want my water bill to go through the roof. Yeah. Well, let me, is, is, can you set the timer on this for however, whenever you want? Yeah, right now 
right now I've got it set to come on at 4 a.m. and off at 7 a.m. Okay. Um, once a day. And okay. So, well, let, let me preface what I'm about to say with that my people have been gardening here in the South for a long time, you know, long before hoses, long before irrigation, all that kind of stuff. And I garden. I have a garden that is full of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different kind of plants. And I plant trees, shrubs, flowers, vines, ground covers every year. And I cannot imagine watering newly planted shrubs more than every week or two. I can't imagine it because I know how roots grow. I know how the plants get established. And if you water really, really well every couple of weeks, and I'm talking about I set out some expensive plants this year, and if they get watered really well more than every couple of weeks, I'm going to hurt their roots. This is a fact. Now, people who sell irrigation are going to tell you different. Your neighbor's going to tell you different. It doesn't matter to me. I'm looking at it from the plant's point of view. Trees and shrubs need a good soaking, a good soaking every couple of weeks. Maybe once a week if you just got to. But more than once a week is going to cause root problems. That's a fact. Uh, okay, so uh, for the trees and shrubs, but what about for the uh, the, the, the leafy plants? Because uh, it's kind of yeah, dispersed. Yeah. If, they're, if they're like perennials, you know, flowering type of things, every week or so. If they're annuals, you know, the flowers that come in little pots, you know, I just set some out yesterday, and I'm going to be uh, going to Texas for a few days, and I hope that they make it. You know, the, the annuals, little flowers and vegetables, uh, once or twice a week are good soaking. Perennials, every week or two, shrubs and trees, at least every couple of three weeks through the first summer. And this is what has been done for hundreds of years. This is how I do it. And I've got Yazoo clay. And now here's another thing, Paul. When the landscapers put it out, did y'all plant it or did they? Oh, they did. Okay. There's a good chance, uh, if there's a good company, that they spread the roots out. It's really important with trees and shrubs and even, even vegetables to when you pull it out of the pot to loosen up the potting soil on the roots to help them get spread out. Sometimes landscape companies cut the corners and they just pull them out of the pot, stick them in the ground, and that's going to cause problems for years. It's real common, unfortunately. So um, if you can sort of dig around, you know, make sure that the roots are spread out a little bit. Cover the ground with mulch to keep it cool and shaded. You can get away with trees and shrubs every two or three weeks. I mean, a really, really good soaking, but more than once a week is going to cause problems. So, okay. Well, now, uh- that, glad, glad to know that. Um, now, now, and my water bill is too. Let me, let me try this, Paul. If you can set your timer to come on, let's say three times a week, do it on one day. So it comes on a little while, shuts off, comes on, shuts off, comes on, shuts off. Within a couple of three hours, that really puts the water down deep, and the roots as they grow, they're going to grow down deep, searching for it. Okay, Better, I mean, uh, absolutely set the timer to do that. Okay, now do you have a lawn, new lawn? No, no. This, and basically, we had, um, you know, it was uh, landscaping around the perimeter of the house that, yeah. that was about 20 years old, and, yeah. and it's just in ter- terrible shape. So yeah. they dug it out, um, did it, a bunch of soil amendment, um, created kind of a new shape, um, yeah. put all the plantings in, mulched the whole, the whole shebang. And, and again, when did they do this? Uh, they just finished up about a week and a half ago. Okay. Do, do yourself a favor. Go out and uh, and just a few random plants here and there, the small ones. You know, it's, it hasn't gotten established yet. Uh, after it dries out, after today's rain, uh, the next, sometime over the next uh, few days, pull one or two of them up here and there and see if the roots were loosened up. If they've just pulled them out of the pot and you got a plug of bark with roots in it stuck in the ground, you might want to get them to come back out and tell them they need to loosen those roots. This is standard horticulture practice to loosen up potting soil or roots when you stick them in the ground. If they cut that corner... It's going to cause problems for years. I can come out to landscapes that are five, six, ten years old and pull plants out of the ground that got that same original root shape because they never got a chance to get out of that hole. So if they didn't loosen those roots up, call them up. They're going to complain, but call me up and I'll help you out. All right. I appreciate the advice, and I'll absolutely go and uh, check it out after, okay. uh, after the rain stops. Okay. Now, you and I know, and I'm trying to, to be helpful here, that, that there's going to be people in your household who are going to argue with about about this. Um, actually, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> my, no, my, my wife, my wife is. Um, what about you? More of a, more of a, uh, she's more of a go-getter on this than I am. Okay, um, okay. Well, def- just, irrigation look, yeah, look, irrigation is fine, but it's a water delivery system. It's not life support system. Absolutely. See well, it? we did put a little osmocote around uh, the plants for the instructions on the bag to give them a long, gradual feed. That's um, that's good. Main thing is water them really, really good. Let them get dry between soakings. Okay. Appreciate it, Paul. Good luck. Hunker down. It's about to get hot, man.
All right, let's go to Richland now. Hey, John, good morning, sir. Hey, how are you? I'm fine. What you got going on? All right, I got three questions for you. I'll make them quick. Uh, the first question is, can you tell me a source for floating water plants? Um, I have a very special application for them. I have a koi pond, and rather than use chemicals, I like to use plants. Yeah, that works. Eat up the extra algae anyways. I uh, used to get them from the same place. They don't carry them anymore, so I don't know if you knew a new place. You know, this is it's, 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 it's really strange because uh, I, don't, I don't do that much shopping, to be honest with you. Uh, my little, I, I just got a little plant yesterday that likes being watered, and I had to, to, to wire it to my water sculpture so it wouldn't sink. Uh, but I don't know any places that are that are selling. There used to be a lady down in South Jackson who sold koi and all sorts of plants, but I, I, I don't know of any place that sells uh, aquatic plants around the area. Uh, there may be one, right. I just don't know about it, but, you know, that's a, it's a good question, and there used to be. I know that you yeah, can get them on—it's real easy to get them online, of course, but wouldn't it be cool if you could get them locally? Right. Well, it makes sense. Uh, my next question is, you mentioned you don't like to use uh, weed and feed, uh, but I have trouble finding a granular weed killer. No, you uh, just need— weed, Need to shop in a different place because they've got them. And it's not that I don't like weed and feed. It is a bad combination. And I have to be careful because I can get sued just if I can't back this up. But uh, the combination of fertilizer and herbicide is a bad combination. It causes problems more than you can imagine. But it's also the top-selling product in garden centers. And so there's going to be some pushback to this advice. You go to a good independent garden center, and they've got that the separate uh, granular weed killer. But not, And by the way, the... Pre-emerge, the weed preventers, and grander works. But if you want to control existing weeds, you're going to get better control with the liquid spray. It's going to get better coverage, better control using a spray for existing weeds. So you can buy the pre-emerge separate. Uh, just need to shop around because I know it's at garden centers. I see it. Well, I have two acres, so spraying is kind of impractical. I mean, I can do it. But yeah, but, but, but it's also impractical to put granular stuff out there that's not very efficient. Uh, you know, so I'm just saying, you know, granular weed killers don't work as well on existing weeds. It's just, you know, it's just the mechanism of it. You know, I, I studied turf science in Mississippi State. Nothing's changed on that. But, you know, so spot treating with liquid sprays, you, you pre-emerge granular. You can put that out in, oh, late January, February, first part of March, and that'll do a pretty good job. But uh, it, the, the, the granular stuff just not work as well on existing weeds. That's It's the mechanism thing. But anyway, you can get those products. Um I don't know if you can get a lot of granular poster stuff. The reason they don't sell it because it just don't work that well. Anyway, I tell you, shoot me an email, and I'll recommend a couple of places where I know people personally who know their stuff who can talk it out with you. Uh, last question is: Have you seen any hummingbirds yet this year? Yeah, I definitely have them. Yeah, yeah. Matter matter of fact, I went out the other day to get some flowers for the yard, and uh, one of the garden centers, uh, I picked out plants based on which ones the hummingbirds were hanging uh, over there at the nursery. <laughs> but yeah, they're they're around. But there's a lot. There's plenty of stuff out in the in in the the wild. You know, they're not going to. And plus, they sort of disappear this time of year when they start to do their nesting, and then they start coming back. Great. So, John, if you would shoot me an email, uh, I'm gonna see if I can find out some uh, some stuff about aquatic plants, and also do a little scratch and sniffing about the weed killer for you. Be glad to. So, if you want to give us uh, shoot us an email anytime, garden at mpbonline.org, garden at mpbonline.org. We're going to take a break and just and listen to some 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 seasonal music, but also want to mention this thing about the uh, about the the MPB card tag. Uh, we got this drive to come up with a MPB card tag today only. If you give them a call, uh, you get a one year membership to the MPB Foundation in addition to a personalized license plate that has MPB on it. Uh, if you know your uh, car tag number. Give this number a call, and I'm going to give the number several more times before the end of the day. Uh, but again, today only. It's 1-800-390-4388. 1-800-390-4388 to not only get an, at 31 bucks, 31 bucks. 
I mean, you can't get a good barbecue and a couple of beers for 31 bucks. And you become a member of MPB because yeah. during our normal drive, we ask for just a little bit more support. So yeah. um, today, $31, you get the MPB tag and become a member of uh, MPB. Yeah, this got that thing that goes on the front of your car. This is a real license plate. They yeah, have the when, MPB uh, on it. When the, um, the people pull you over, this is what they're going to be looking at. It's <laughs> <laughs> a real, a real be, car tag. That's right. They're going to be pulling you over saying, what was that email for Felder for the Gestalt Gardener? Anyway, we're going to listen to some uh, seasonal music and come back. We've got Lauren uh, lined up from Tupelo. We're going to be talking about oak leaf hydrangeas. And as usual, that's what we do. We talk about gardening every Friday and Saturday. We'll be right back after this Mother's Day tribute. I've been around the world, you bet, but never went to school. Hard knocks are all I seem to get. Perhaps I've been a fool But still some educated folks Supposed to be so swell Would fail if they were called upon A simple word to spell Now if you'd like to put me to the test There's one dear name that I can spell the best for the million things she gave me. Oh, means only that she's growing old. She's growing old. Tears for the tears were shed to save me. H is for her heart of purest gold. E for her eyes with love light shining. R means right, and right she'll always be, always be. Put them all together, they spell mother. A word that means a she possesses Oh, means that I owe her all I own T is for her tender, sweet caresses H is for her hands that made a home She made a home E means everything she's done to help me R means real and regular, you see, you see. Put them all together, they spell mother. A word that means the world to You're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio. We appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Okay, you know, folks, welcome back. I hope that you appreciate Mother's Day, whether your mother's still with you or not, or whether you're a mother or even you like your mother. You know, mother's still important. You know, I mean, my mother gave me more grief than you can imagine, but she raised me right, I guess. I'm not sure. Uh, and by the way, even though my mother's long gone now, I swear she's standing behind me and she's going to smack me on the back of the head if I don't straighten up. <laughs> just while I was, By the way, we just had a quick consultation in the other room. Uh, we brought in our overseas correspondence and she brought brought up the fact that, you know, if you aren't from Mississippi, this car tag thing might not work. <laughs> and uh, she got a point, you know, she got a point. And also, if you're listening on Saturday, 
he ain't nobody. To so today, today, Friday is the time to do it. But I have an incredible, and by the way, those of you just tuned in, we're talking about MPB car tag. It's a regular license plate, you know, with the, instead of a hummingbird on the back or a butterfly or bulldog or something like that, or fighting okra, you get MPB. And it's $31 to have a personalized tag done. All you have to do is call the number. I'm going to give it in just a second. But the great news is a listener named Marguerite Boyd just called. Marguerite is a very generous soul. Marguerite Boyd just called. She said she got an MPB thing. And not only that, but she said that the next 10 people who call to get an MPB card tag, she will pay for it. I don't know how they're going to work that out, but she said she would do it. And the people downstairs who are taking the call, they will work that out. But Marguerite Boyd, we really appreciate you. Appreciate that. And so, folks, if you want a personalized MPB car tag, the next 10 callers are going to get it done for them by Marguerite Boyd. Whew, we really appreciate that. And, uh, heck, that, that I wish she would email me, and I'll send her some seeds or something for that. We appreciate it. Anyway, the number, I'll give it several more times, is 1-800-390-4388. one 390 4388 to sign up for the MBB car tags. Real, real easy to do. $31. You become an annual, a year long member of the MPB Foundation. Appreciate all that, folks. Um, we're going to go to Tupelo and talk about oak leaf hydrangeas. Lauren, aren't they pretty? I hope yours are pretty this year. Um, my oak leaf hydrangeas? Yeah. They are blooming very beautifully. An incredible plant, native plant. Yes. Um, and right now it's on the, let me think on the east side of my house. Uh-huh. Um and it's doing great right now, but in the summertime it burns up. Yeah, well they're you know, they're native woodland plant. You know, Mississippi before we started cutting down and planting grass stuff, it was woodland. And they bloom in the breaks in the woods. You know, they they need sunshine to bloom, but they don't like that hot, hot sun, especially if it's up against a house with that radiated heat oh, yeah. all night long. And it is. Yeah. So I was gonna move it to the north side of my house because I was told that's where hydrangeas are supposed to go anyway. Well, would it could you plant something around it, you know, like a small tree or a crepe myrtle or something like that to to have you know, that sort of one-two punch and give it a little shade? Well, actually, I was hoping to use it to shade my uh, smaller hydrangeas that I already have on that side of the house. Well, you know, the smaller hydrangeas still get pretty big. Uh-huh. So, uh, anyway, you, you can move it, but the problem is moving something this time of year is really tough. And especially yeah. th- some of our native plants don't have a real thick root system, kind of a scraggly thing. So, if you're going to move it, I'd pl- I'd start digging the hole where it's going to go this summer and then move it this fall. Okay. Because if you move it now, it's going to wilt really, really bad. And you, That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. And plus, if you try to water it to revive it, you'll rot the roots. Okay, and I've started kind of digging around it, and those roots are down in there. So I was worried I was going to injure it. Well, it, you <laughs> will. You will. The, you know, if you're going to move it, dig the hole really good. You know, at least the shovel's foot deep at the most, uh, three or four feet wide. Add just a little stuff to it, mm-hmm. and then cover it with leaves over the you know the rest of the year. And then the hole will be ready this fall. Okay. And, and then when you move it, it's really important, Laura, when you move a big plant to cut it back to help balance the top of the roots. Okay. And so, you know, who wants to do that this time of year? No, and it's so pretty. I'd hate to cut it back right now anyway. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, a wide hole, lots of mulch. That's what hydrangeas need. They'll grow in full sun if they got a wide hole and lots of mulch. I've seen them growing in full sun. But, really? So if I if I mulch it more, it'll yeah. be okay. And also, it? yeah, if you'll take a shovel and you go outside, if you can remember how you know how big the original hole was, and just sort of make the hole wider, uh-huh. and add just a little stuff to it, and okay. uh, then mulch it. You know, if it's got you know, stick your arm straight out, wiggle your fingers. That's what makes them happy. Okay. Uh, let me t- stick your fingers out, wiggle your finger, and put a hat on. That's what the mulch is. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Good luck on it. Thank you so much. You bet. And by the way, even though it's uh, starting to rain outside, walking my dog, and it was starting to rain, he hates lightning. I mean, he just he, he just goes nuts. Uh, but I realized, hey, it's about to rain. What's the smartest thing I can do if it's about to rain? I got the hose out, and I watered everything. And I'm I'm the guy, but I just planted a whole bunch of shrubs. I planted a lot of flowers uh, this past week. And uh, I went out and I watered them really, really good so that the rain would soak it in even deeper. Uh, So instead of watering twice, I just watered once and let the sky take care of the other one. But anyway, I did get wet watering my plants. It's kind of odd. Anyway, let's go to Madison. Hey, Mark. Good morning, sir. Hey. What's up? 
Hey, uh, got some questions about fruit trees. You up for that? Yeah, heck yeah. I just went out uh, out in Madison. A friend of mine lives out uh, around one of those lakes and helped him prune his fruit trees this past week. Okay, well, good. You can talk to me about fruit, pruning, too, because I know absolutely nothing. But what, my first question about that is I've got a peach tree. Um, it's a full-size peach tree. It's not dwarf, and it's about five to seven years old. Mm-hmm. But the peaches are only like a, about as big around as a racquetball. I'm wondering if you have any insight into that. Yeah, Why uh, do my peaches not get big like the ones in the grocery store? Okay. Well, commercial growers, and keep in mind, I was raised in a fruit orchard. I studied fruit science and blah, blah, blah. I've been growing stuff all these years. Commercial growers do what they call fruit thinning, and they all do this. When they're trees, fruits, uh, peaches, pears, apples, plums, they go out there and they literally beat their plants to knock off most of the fruit, or they hand thin them. You've got a group of peaches on there that's, let's say, five or six in a cluster. If you thin them out to one or two or three, the ones uh-huh. that are left will get twice as big. Okay. And, uh, it, by the way, this only works if you do it when they're before the, about the size of a, of a marble, if you're old enough to remember oh. what a marble is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you know, mar- marble size. Once they get past that, they start developing their their little seed, the pit in there, and it really doesn't benefit. So, they go out there, you know, pretty early on when the when the, the the fruits approach the size of marble, and they'll thin out all but two or three per cluster. And you can yeah, try I'll this, you, yeah, and try this yourself, uh, 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 Mark. Do it on some branches, and not not on others, and see the difference yourself. Okay. Hey, it, um, is production of the tree, is that a function of age? Because it does seem to be getting better as it gets older. Well, what's happening as it gets older, you know, it's got got more roots, it's getting more vigor, more nutrients, more all that kind of stuff. But you can also improve it by taking some of the workload off the roots and the trunk by thinning some of the branches and limbs out. You know, okay. It's not not easy to do on an old tree, but if you'll cut some of the branches out, some of the limbs out, then the energy that would have gone to those will go to what's left. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll need to look into that. I'm not sure exactly how to go about pruning. Well, it's, 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 it's like plucking eyebrows, man. You see some you like, you leave them. You see some you don't like, you pluck them. If you've got two branches, one's growing right over the other one, you know, cut one or the other one off. Oh. You know, okay. in other words, cut out, just thin out some of the clutter and then uh, of the limbs and then some of the clutter of a few branches, and then that opens the tree up, you'll have a whole lot better fruit. Okay. Hey, uh Tell me if you if you know this. Is it too warm around here for plums and nectarines? I got plums and nectarine trees too that just are not producing at all. I'm wondering well, if it's, a, it's the wrong zone. Well, we have uh, fruit trees tell time by this thing called chilling hours. That's above freezing but below 45. And some fruits need like a thousand chilling hours, or else they want fruit. Cherries are yeah. examples. Reason we don't have cherries here, we don't get them in chilling hours. Some will flower as little as two or three hundred chilling hours, and they'll bloom in the middle of the winter. See, so it's not just the type of fruit, but the variety, because there's different varieties are, are, are grown for, for example, what will produce well on the Gulf Coast may freeze up north. What may grow well up in the north Mississippi won't flower on the coast. So we have to choose them by chilling hours. And uh, where you live is, uh, we're going to get, oh, six, eight hundred or so chilling hours. And you can actually get fruit varieties based on that. Okay. It sounds right. it sounds complicated. The plants don't care. They just say some like it warm, some like it cold, and you can get varieties for each. Yeah, I'm I'm just debating whether or not I should yank out all my plum trees and just replace them with peach trees. Well, you know, you can, but when you get a peach tree, get some that have the right, the right chilling hours. And yeah, uh, if you okay. shoot me an email, I'll I'll, I'll give you a list of a, of a, I'll come up with a few that are really good for our area. Okay, that sounds great. All right, good. Good advice. Thank All right. You very much. Appreciate it a whole bunch. Thanks for your call, Larry. Appreciate that. Okay, we're going to take a real quick break and come back. We've got some phone calls from way up in Holly Springs and over at Madison. Uh, I got wet this morning, watering plants before the rain felt good. I kept wondering about the lightning. My dog was wondering about the lightning. And um, anyway, it's Mother's Day weekend. 
And um, if you're not a mother, don't have a mother, don't want to be a mother, whatever, just be cheerful. Be cheerful because that's what we need mothers to keep us cheerful. Smack us on the back of the head when we're not doing right and to smile. Our number, if you want to give an MPB car tag, 1-800-390-4388. Marguerite Boyd said that the next 10 people who call and want to, to get a personalized MPB car tag, she'll pay for it's just $31. We're going to take a little break, and when I come back, I'm going to give that number again because I can't remember numbers. I'm Horticulture's Fellow Rushing. This is Mississippi Public Broadcasting's Gestalt Gardener. We'll be, we'll be back in a second. Your home for the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Okay, let me answer your question. Those of you who are listening to the Saturday rebroadcast, if you're listening today at Saturday rebroadcast, we've been talking about this car tag thing. Sorry, that was for Friday. <laughs> but I want to stick with us, and we'll have a drive time coming up this fall. You can help us out then. But if you're listening today, Friday, you want to get one of these personalized MPB car tags. It's $31, which is the price of any personalized license plate. If you'll call this number uh, for $31, you can get a personalized MPB car tag. We've got a whole bunch of folks who've called in and helped today. And I really appreciate Marguerite Boyd, who uh, paid for 10 in addition to hers. You want to give us a call? It's one eight hundred three nine zero four three eight eight three nine zero four three eight eight. I'll give the number again in just a minute. But meanwhile, let's go up to uh, Holly Springs. Hey, Mitch, how are you this morning? Hey, have you noticed any uh, hummingbirds up in Holly Springs, Mitch? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. we got them. We got everything up here right now. Y'all got Dante warblers, man. It's it's a gangbuster with birds right now. Ooh, sound like you know your stuff. Yeah, man. we got to work for Audubon Society and know your stuff. I'm up here at Strawberry Plains Audubon Center, and just reminding everybody, we've got our spring native plant sale going on right now, yeah, to, 9 to 4, today and tomorrow. And Saturday, that's right. Uh, that's the, right. It is the most incredible place. I went there last year, and I wanted to get a badminton racket. There were so many hummingbirds, it was like a, a nest of bumblebees. That's right. And uh, you, So y'all got hummingbirds up there now? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, they're not in abundance like in the fall when they're doing their fall migration. But, yeah, we've got them all over. We've got new hummingbird T-shirts that are pretty snazzy this year, Uh, new hummingbird feeders made from old liquor bottles that we've got a new vendor kind of recycling and reusing to to give back to the hummingbirds. And uh, plant experts here to help you uh, landscape your yard to support wildlife. Now, wouldn't it be great if we could do one of these – uh, one of these special movie techniques, techniques, and all these people walking around their plants, their boxes of plants, and walking around the car, and all of a sudden it goes in real slow motion, and hummingbirds are all around them in, in regular speed. Oh, yeah. We're going to be actually having that at the festival this year. We're going to have some cameras hooked up, not just at the feeders, but uh, at the banding stations, so people that may not be able to get up close and see uh, can actually look up at a monitor screen and, and see the birds being banded. Up close on a big TV. So well, I I, I got some stuff going on. I got some plants from Native Plant Sale this past fall, and uh, they're terrific plants. Good yard plant. We're not just talking about a bunch of weeds. We're talking about good yard plants that happen to be native, that happen to have flowers, that happen to attract butterflies and hummingbirds. Yep, and they're you know the native plants are the, the beginning of the food chain. You know, Quercus is the number one host for all of our moth, butterfly, and, and caterpillars, and that's the number one food source for breeding birds. Yeah. Well, real quick, r- real quick, tell people how to get to the Audubon, to the uh, uh, Strawberry Plains. Yes, sir. So our website is strawberryplains.audubon.org. Uh, if you're coming from Oxford, just head up Highway 7, and uh, you're going to take Highway 311, and we're about 10 miles northwest of town. If you're coming from the Memphis, All Branch, South Haven area, uh, you're going to come down 70. 78 yep, yep, and uh, 70. get off at the West Holly Springs exit and just follow the sign. All righty, man. I've really had a great time there last year. Hope you all have a huge crowd. And uh, the, you, it, you got a little rain coming here th- th- this afternoon, but that just fires everything up. 
Yeah, well, the plant gods have been watching out for us, so hopefully they'll hold off. <laughs> okay. Appreciate it, Mitch. Thank you so much, man. You too. Take care. All righty. We've got uh, just a little bit more time during my program today to for folks who uh, would like to get an MPB card tag. It's the regular license plate that personalizes the MPB on it, and uh, like they charge for any personalized tag, it's only $31. And if you'll do that, then when you get your next license plate, your card tag, it'll have MPB on it, and not only MPB, license plate, but you'll be a member of the uh, MPB Foundation. Now, we needed 120 to reach our goal for 300 so we can start production of Uh the uh, license plate. And uh, we're at uh, 35 now from our 120 goal, and so we need 85 more people throughout the day. So I think we're going to get it. Cool, 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 cool. MPB, let's go. Let's go. And the number again, 1-800-390-4388. Now back to Madison. Hey, Libby, good morning. Hey, Felder. What's up? I needed to ask a question about uh, shrubs. Uh huh. I want to plant some in front of my house. The requirements need to be that they're easy to care for. Yeah. They don't grow too tall because I don't want them to cover the windows. Right. And that I would like to have something that would have some color in every season. Okay. Well, this we can't talk about enough of that in the next three minutes, but I will tell you this, Libby. I, I'm going to throw out a couple of suggestions, but shoot me an email about that, and I've got a, a nice little list of plants that I can pare it down to plants that will fit that. Uh, you cannot go wrong with dwarf Nandinas. Some people don't like Nandinas. Heck with them. They're great plants. Uh, but, you know, they'll be your mainstay, and then you can add other stuff for those, including some perennials. But also, don't feel like you have to have a green worm all the way across the front of your house. A few groups here and there near your entrance in the corners is really all your house needs. So, um, so right off the bat, don't feel like you got to have lots of plants because they will simply disappear and you won't get your bang for your bucks. So we can come up with a combination of the plants, do really well. If you could send me a picture of the front of your house, Libby, with an email, then I, I think I could help you a lot more that way. All righty? Okay, one more quick call we can squeeze in. Let's go to, to Hattiesburg. Hey, Larry, good morning, sir. Hello, Feller. How you doing? I'm fine. Run out of time, though. What can I help you with? Okay. Um, you're probably familiar with the plant supplier, Bonnie. This is nothing bad. Yeah, right. But the plants come in, uh, they're like biodegradable cardboard right. containers. Right, right. And you take the plastic off and... Um, plant the whole thing. Plant. Yeah, well, I... I um, we'll run out of time. I would start taking the cardboard off because so the plant roots don't stay the same yeah. shape as the container. I, I, I agree with you 100%. Listen, we're out of time. That's a great point. I booger up the roots, even of the peat-based pot stuff that I get from Bonnie through the local garden center. It's a great, great tip, though. Appreciate that. Uh, folks, if you want to help with this uh, MPB uh, card tag, the number is 1-800-390-4388. Uh, Alabama folks, sorry. Folks who listen on Saturday, sorry. But meanwhile, this has been a production of kind of a rapid pace production today of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Uh, my producer has been Java Chapman. Our phone greeter is Kevin Farrell. And uh, I'm your host, Horticulture's Felder Rushing. As usual, we love bringing this program to you here on Mississippi Public Broadcasting. It's a beautiful day to go to Garden Center, go to Strawberry Plains Audubon Center, and take a kid with you to Farmer's Market and show them how to do what we do best, and that's Happy Mother's Day. Let's get dirty.